guys. Welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast, where the kingdom is at hand, the kingdom is within you, and the kingdom is within reach. You never have to wait for the kingdom of heaven to arrive. It is actually politics and religion that Jesus warned us about. He said, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. These are the things that crucified Jesus Christ. And these are the ways of thinking that limit the kingdom expanding. I'm telling you, you have abundant life right now. You have the keys to the kingdom. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the mind of Christ. What if nothing is limiting you but yourself? Jesus Christ is here today to speak to you and to give you understanding. That is the seed that fell on the good soil. It's the soil of your heart when you apply the word that was spoken. I'm telling you today, this podcast is designed by God to break you out of every religious barrier, to release you from politics so that you can expand the kingdom. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey me. And he said that those who love me, they will bear fruit. You and I are fishers of men. We are going to multiply the kingdom, which is to take the very word of the kingdom that Jesus spoke and to plant it in the hearts of the people that we meet, in the hearts of people around us. We've got to win them in their soul. We've got to win them in their mind, will and emotions. We've got to meet their physical needs. We've got to love the unlovable. We've got to love the lonely, adopt the orphan, set people free. It's actually easy when you lose your life. When you lose your life, you find it today. Would you agree with me right now that you will seek first the kingdom of Jesus Christ? Amen. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan here in Melbourne, sunny autumn weather. You might call it fall and beautiful sunny day, no clouds in the sky, and Jesus just gave me the title of this message, which is The Abundant Word. Now, you live in your body, and you woke up this morning, you live in your soul, your mind, will, and emotions, according to 1 Thessalonians 5, and you live, hopefully, in your spirit man. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 2 talks about the spiritual man versus the natural man. Now, there is an abundance of the Word. You know, you can open the Bible and and feast on the Word of God today. You can, you can prophesy over yourself. You can lay hands on yourself. And inside of the kingdom of God, there is no limitation. God can do anything right now. He can, you know, by the end of today... By lunchtime, before your next meal, you could have a church of 30,000 people, you know, meeting in a in the largest stadium in your city. It could happen in the next hour. God is unlimited. God can send an angel to, to any president, any CEO, and tell them to call you now and to, to summons you into their courts via helicopter or whatever. There is no limit. You know, God can transport you. And so that's the message today is that they're really continuing on this theme of believing Jesus, not only believing in God, but believing God. Now, one of my ministries, one of my uh, 
parables, one of my purposes in life is one of my calling is to expose the political spirit. Now we've had many, many preachers who have exposed religion. You know, John Wesley, you know, Smith Wigglesworth and others, they have exposed religion, even in modern days. People like Graham Cook have exposed religion. They're, they're saying, you know what, I can preach without a tie. I can preach without shoes and socks on. I mean, I remember when Graham Cook came to our church wearing an, an earring and no shoes. He, he just wore socks. But he did it to provoke, <laughs> to provoke the demonic spirits. He did it to expose religion. Because sometimes somebody needs to turn up the heat. Like Jesus, you know, throwing over the tables, telling the Pharisees that they were a brood of snakes, saying things like, you need to drink my blood and eat my body. Now these spiritual words, they are absolute truth. And the devil does not want to come into the light. As John said, if you're ways are evil, if your deeds are evil, you do not want to come into the light because your deeds are evil and because the light will expose your evil deeds. So you and I are manifestation of unapproachable light. Wherever you go, the demonic spirits are very threatened because you expose them. You expose the the evil and the ways of the world. And they know that their time is limited. They know that they're going to go to hell. They know that they do not want to lose the person who is hosting them. And so today you are the Word of God, but there is an abundance of the Word of God available and God wants you to come into the light. He wants you to eat His body, drink His blood, he wants you to meditate on the Word of God. He wants you to pray in the Spirit. But listen, when you wake up every day, you've got to surrender. You've got to submit to God and you've got to allow the devil to flee by imbibing and engorging gorging on the Word of God. Allow the Word to expand in your heart. You may put on a podcast. You may put on a Bible that is spoken to you, but you've got to start to feast on the abundance because it's there is an abundance of provision, there's an abundance of miracles, there's an abundance of of the supply of the Spirit today. But what happens when you wake up is you are in your flesh by default. You are in your flesh permanently, and if you're not, you're with God. So you've actually got to decide to take ownership, to take rulership over your flesh in your spirit man. You've actually got to decide that you are going to be led by the spirit. You've actually got to, in a sense, overthrow your body and your soul on a daily basis. When Jesus says you need to deny yourself, that is an activity that has a process and it's something that you need to continually do if if the bible says lean not on your own understanding 
Or when, for example, Jesus prayed, Lord God, not my will be done. Or when Paul said, set your eyes on things above, not things beneath. Every one of these four or five commands that I've spoken in the last minute, are you as a spirit man, say spirit man, you as a spirit man commanding your body and your soul. Paul said, I beat my body daily lest I be disqualified. He said, you know, exercise profits little, but, you know, righteousness, peace, and these other things are, I just read it last night, but it, it's, it, I can't grab it in my head. But it's it's the spiritual things that have lasting benefit. I think Paul was writing to Timothy. So, it might have been 1 or 2 Timothy, where he says, you know, physical activity profits little, but spiritual activity, righteousness, these things profit a lot, and they last eternally. So what I'm saying is the Holy Spirit is is amplifying and, and broadcasting and echoing to you today two things. Number one, that His supply is unlimited, but it's in the spirit man. It's not in your flesh. You cannot please God in the flesh. You cannot find God in the flesh. Jesus didn't marry Mary Magdalene and have babies. There is no genetic lineage of Jesus Christ physically on the earth. He is a spirit man. He lives forever inside of you. Yes, he came in the flesh, but he didn't have babies. He had spiritual babies, with, 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 which is the word of God sown in people's hearts. And there are millions of us around the world. So number one, you've got to go to your spirit man where the Word of God is. As Paul said, you have the Holy Spirit. You don't need anyone to teach you. You have an anointing from the Father. Jesus said, the words that I've given to you, you have them. And that you, they're contained within you. And they're going to grow. And the seed of the kingdom that's in you, in your heart, not in your body, is going to grow to become the biggest tree in the garden. So the message today is twofold. Number one. You are the Word of God, and the Word of God is in you, and it's abundant. But you've got to go to your spirit man. That's why you take your thoughts captive, according to Paul. That's why you cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Because you have got to determine to, to take action and to go through the activity and process of living out of your spirit man. Which means you don't do what you're physical body wants to do today you don't think what your brain and mind wants to think you don't say what your your will wants to say you don't do what your will wants to do in your soul but you do what the spirit is doing you say what the spirit is saying part two of this message is exposing the political spirit. Now, I believe that I'm a forerunner in this. I believe that there are ministries on the earth, uh, such as, you know, Warrior Notes, Warrior TV, WarriorNotes.tv. There are ministries on the earth that expose politics, and thank God for these ministries. I bless them. If you see a minister of the gospel, if you see a minister of the kingdom who is giving you the kingdom, who's who's demonstrating abundance, who's demonstrating transparency, who's specifically demonstrating extreme generosity. So instead of coming to your church and expecting an offering, they're coming to your church and they're giving money to the church. 
they're they're giving money away they're giving away cars they're paying off houses they're these ministers are showing you their bank accounts these churches have their bank statements available online not hidden behind a paywall or a process or some long you know statement of faith where you have to email the board to get access, where they pretend that it's transparent, but really you've got to jump through hoops and they keep it a secret. No, I'm talking about a pastor who has a live feed in their car, a church pastor who has the Truman Show in his house. He's got cameras in every room in his house, live streaming, so everyone can see how he deals with his children and his pets and his family. I'm talking about extreme transparency, I'm talking about extreme generosity, you know, where, you know, their bank accounts are available online and where you can see every dollar where it goes, okay? That, I'm, I'm using that as an example because politics is designed to, by Satan, to be a middleman in the same way as religion is a middleman between you and God that says that you need to go see a priest, you need to pay for your sins to be forgiven, you need to go do a certain ritual or act to be saved. That is demonic, that is satanic, that is religion. In the same way, politics is the same as religion, in that it prevents people from accessing the king. So you need to go through the pastor, you need to go through the prophet, you need to get a degree, you need to pay a certain amount of money you need to go buy this special Bible or get this special anointing oil from Jerusalem. All this stuff is, is a lie. Politics, like religion, is a spirit that would prevent you from accessing the kingdom. As Jesus said, Woe to the Pharisees because they slam the door in men's faces. And I would say, you know, woe to politics because they prevent people from entering the kingdom. Politics would say that you need to... Um, to be a leader before you can be a pastor. You can, you need to be um, graduate from the particular college of the church before you're allowed to preach. But what if you're on fire by the Holy Spirit to preach? What about the Bible that says that you are an oracle of God and everyone has a word and everyone has a message? So I'm not going to go into great detail, but I do want you to study the words of Jesus in Mark chapter 8, which said, and in all the other Gospels that said, Beware of the yeast of Herod. He didn't only warn against the Pharisees, which is religion, but he also warned against Herod, which is politics. Think of politics as the structure of man. Think of politics as the structure of the world system. In the same way that the Pharisees are religious and have a religious structure, they had the, the, the traditions of the church of the day. You had to wash your hands rather than really be clean in your heart. You had to give money and tithe rather than really give love and generosity. In the same way that the political system has a structure. The structure is the process of the world system. You know, you need to have a bank account. You need to pay Herod your taxes. You need to do all these things. You need A man can't talk to a woman. All of these structures of society that God just smashes them. The first person Jesus talked to when he rose from the dead was a woman. He had many women who gave financially into his ministry. 
you know, his 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 disciples were women, as well as men. He broke down. The kingdom is not limited by religion. The kingdom is not limited by politics. The kingdom does not need the structure of this world system. The kingdom does not need the processes. Now, God might cause you to build a church in a stadium, and sure, you might need to pay $100,000 to hire it. God doesn't want you to break the law. So he wants you to submit to the government. But he does not want you, as kingdom ambassadors, to put barriers in between people and God. He doesn't want you. He'll he'll walk through those barriers. He'll smash those barriers. The angels smashed the chains that were holding Paul and Silas in prison. The angels removed and opened the gates so that Peter could leave prison. You know, Jesus pulled the coin out of the fish's mouth through Peter to avoid paying taxes and going to jail. So the kingdom will break through any religious barrier today. The kingdom will break through any political barrier today because the kingdom will never allow politics to get between God and man. The kingdom will never be a middleman. The kingdom will never have or need a middleman. There is no middleman in the kingdom. The God of Jesus Christ is our light. He is our light. He is our provision. He is our saviour. He is our sword. He is our deliverer. There is no need to create anything between God and man. There is no step. The only step is to for you to repent and for you to believe. So what are we talking about? The only barrier is in your mind. The the weeds the 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 yeast of the Herod, of Herod is your thinking. Jesus said, "Beware of the yeast of Herod." And beware of the yeast of the Pharisees. This is the way that you think. This is your worldview. Your worldview needs to become Jesus' worldview. Your worldview needs to become a kingdom worldview. That's why there is a benefit in teaching. There is a benefit in reading the word. Paul said to Timothy, devour the word. You know, consume the word because it's good for you. It's good for eating it's good for teaching it's good for correcting it's good for rebuking thank you father thank you for angels being released to implement the word that i've spoken today thank you lord god that you're going to remove like uh scales from people's eyes the 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 lies lord god of the of the kingdom of darkness god the the pharisees teaching the the herodian teaching in our minds lord is going to be dissolved today in the name of jesus in the name of jesus just allow the fire of god to burn today that is the secret to this christian life it's to eat his body and to drink his blood it's to run into the fire and allow the fire to burn be like abraham who took his son to the altar take your self to the altar today run to the fire burn on the fire don't be afraid of burning don't be afraid of being cut by the word of god and by the sword of the spirit today hand yourself in today become weak so that he can be strong become strong when you find yourself in your flesh when you find yourself in your soul go to your spirit by handing yourself in and 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 putting yourself up against the wall even before you're at the end of yourself make yourself at the end of yourself even if you're feeling good today, even if you're feeling like you're in the spirit, just say, God, I need help. 
There are areas I need help. There are areas of my life that are that are blind to me. There are some blind spots in my life. There are some areas that I don't even know that I need help. So even on a good day, hand yourself into God. Run to the altar. Approach the throne of grace with confidence, Hebrews says. But the throne of grace, you're going to find grace in times of need, but you're also going to find discipline because God disciplines those he loves. You're going to find that you can't approach the throne of grace without getting the fire of God on you. You can't approach in unapproachable light without darkness being exposed. And each each one of us has darkness in our lives. Each one of us has areas of our lives that need the light of God. It doesn't mean you're not born again. It doesn't mean you're not perfect in your spirit, but there are parts of your soul, there are parts of your mind, will, and emotions that need a dose of theophostic light today. And so I release that on you if you're willing. I release the light of Jesus Christ that would burn through your soul right now, burn through your heart right now. Remember, His Word is spiritual. It's not just reading the Logos Word of the Bible. Just invite the Word of God today. Just say, God, I want the Word of God to burn me today. I invite your Word, Jesus Christ, your spiritual Word, to burn my soul today, to burn my heart today, to burn my mind, will, and emotions today, to separate soul and spirit, bone and marrow, God, I come into the light today and I allow the light to shine. I allow the light to expose all darkness in my life, all unbelief, all doubt, all weakness. I want you to expose the light, expose the darkness with your light, Jesus Christ, and I eat your body today. I consume you, Jesus. Right now, I consume you, not with my physical body, but in my spirit, man, I consume you. And you might go and do communion today. I recommend it with your body. Go and take some communion. But it's a spiritual communion as well. So we drink your blood, Lord Jesus, right now. We eat your body right now. We come into the light right now. We allow you to change us right now, Lord, into your image. Transform us into the image of Christ until Christ is is made perfect and revealed in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, guys, that's been a fire hose message um, from Jonathan and from God. We bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. I bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Just a little bit of a word about politics. Like, think about these two realities in your life. You may have people who, let's just say you wear a lanyard to work tomorrow that says blood of Jesus Christ. Like a Let's say it's a, a bright red lanyard and it says blood of Jesus Christ and you wear that to work. Because I know people who wear their their coloured lanyard to work today. Many people wear their own coloured lanyard to work with their colours on the lanyard. And nobody is, a, is brave enough to say anything because it's not part of the u- official uniform but you find that people wear their colours on their lanyard. But what if I were to wear a a bright red lanyard that said, I drink Jesus' blood. Now that we're protected with freedom of religion in Australia, so there's no problem with that. And I don't think anyone could say that that's offensive to them because it's the Bible, it's the Word of God, and it's my religion. I'm protected under, under those constitutional laws. But I'm saying that as an example for you to see how politics is operating in your workplace, in your in this world system. 
You know, you can see a movie where they talk about Jesus Christ, you know, as a swear word. But why don't we see people on the news praising Jesus Christ and talking about the blood of Jesus Christ and drinking his blood on TV? Why don't we see the national news having communion and saying, this is the blood of Jesus Christ? Why are they allowed to swear with his name? Why, why don't they use the name of other religions? Why, why don't we see American movies where they are saying, you know, when they stub their toe, when they crash their car, they say, oh, Buddha, oh, Hare Krishna. No, why? Why? Why do they have to swear using the name that is above every other name? And that's why. The name of Jesus Christ is absolute truth. His name, he is righteousness. Blood of Jesus Christ is speaking. Nobody wants to, to hear the blood of Jesus Christ speaking if they have sin in their life. And so I'm telling you today, there is something going on right now about God is picking a fight with not only religion, but with politics. Okay, he's not against people. He's not against, you know, the black and white of the political parties. What I'm saying is that God and the kingdom is unlimited.